Disneyheads, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm here with my friends David and JD. How's it going, fellas? Hey, hey. Great. We are back for episode 45, and lots of stuff's happened uh, since the last one. First, first and biggest thing, I think there's new Disney Plus content we've got to. But more than anything, I'm about to leave on a trip to uh, to Orlando. I'm going to spend a few days at the Universal Studios theme park. And, uh, yeah, I, we're, you know, theme park fans going to check that out for a few days. It'll be in Orlando. And I thought John David and David, since they go a little more often than me, may have some great tips on what I should bring to the parks. We're going to talk about all that today and much more. We're so grateful you're here. But first, how are you guys doing? Good. 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 It's been a great watched week. Watched some, watched some Disney Plus last night. Yeah, so Moon Knight, baby. <laughs> Moon Knight is out. So let's just go ahead and talk about that. That's kind of what we were all excited to see. Um, episode one uh, hit um, came out um, yesterday, Wednesday. And um, what did you guys, what were your first impressions? What did you guys think? I, I really liked it. Um, first take, uh, I love Oscar Isaac. I, I loved him in uh, everything I've seen. I, I saw him in Dune earlier this year and thought he did a great job. Uh, I think he's he's great. He kind of reminds me of Ryan Reynolds in a different kind of way because he, he can be serious and a good action uh, actor, but he's also funny and he makes me chuckle a lot, which I think he did a great job in the first episode of it was serious. It was a, a mystery, you know, we said spooky vibe. Uh, which I really love it. I love that kind of twist on an action movie where it's not just cool action scenes. It's not just this thriller. Uh, but it also makes me wonder what's going on and what's happening and try and make predictions in my own head. So I actually really liked it. And I, I liked how um, it was like a, a step above what we usually see uh, in action. It, it was a little more gruesome, but it definitely wasn't um, like awful or too far. It doesn't really pass that that line of, oh, I got to look away, uh, which I liked because uh, it felt serious, but not, uh, again, over the top. What did you guys think? I think that's a good uh, a good description right there. I, I, I agree with you. I thought it was, I liked the mystery. I liked the spooky vibe without it feeling uh, like I was going to have to turn my head, like what's going to happen. It was storming here last night. Ooh. We had a tornado. It was <laughs> thunderstorms and a tornado watch. And I'm sitting there and kind of in the dark. And uh, it was, it was, uh, it was good. I enjoyed that, that vibe of it. I liked where they, where it kind of ended. I wish that, I wish the second episode had come out at the yeah. same time because I wanted to keep going. And uh, now I've got to wait a week, but I thought uh, the, the first half I was, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I knew a little of the premise, so that helped. But uh, it was it was kind of confusing, like what if what's he going through and what's happening. But I thought the way it all came together at the end was a great was a great great conclusion for the first episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's interesting to approaching it, and most people will probably approach it like this, knowing very little about this character or what they're getting into. Um, and that was me in particular. I don't know much about Moon Knight or this character at all. So I walked right. in. I was watching with my with my son, my oldest son, and uh, we both really, really enjoyed it. Same, all the same uh, thoughts that you guys had are kind of spot on. Um, but I, I do think that what one of the things I enjoy about it the most is that I don't know anything. I don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I did pick right. up some like. Did you pick up any like any, uh, Venom vibes a little bit? Just the voice, you know, exactly. and the. 
Um, that's the first thing I thought of. This reminds me a little bit of, of Venom. There's like a, a yeah. dual personality kind of thing going on. Um, he's talking to himself, and and mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting as it goes forward to figure out what's happening there. And I wonder if it's going to deal with uh, with um, kind of is it a split personality? Is it like a foreign invasion? Is it a possession? You know, I, I'm I'm really curious to see how that plays out because I know nothing about never read anything about this in, mm-hmm. in comic books, nothing like that. I'm completely ignorant as I walk into this, but enjoying it nonetheless. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie uh, Memento? Yes. It's not Disney. So I don't, so that was the two, the two aspects that I was getting from Moon Knight was if Venom and Memento, Memento that Memento is like this movie where I don't, it's hard to describe, but it's like this mystery or it's this guy who can't, he has trouble mem- remembering things. I think he, so he, he like, loses his memory every time every goes to sleep. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the whole movie, he's having these, I guess it's a scene where he's awake and then he wakes up, he wakes up again and then he's just not sure what's happened. Uh, and that's kind of thing. So, it, it, but there's like killing. So you're trying to figure out like what's going on and like who's, who cares about him and who's tricking him because other people start to realize this and you don't really figure out exactly what's going on till the end so that's why with moon knight he was like he was going through these actions and uh talking to that girl and talking to his boss then he was having moments of wait what like i did what and not remembering it um so those Mm -hmm. were the two things of of venom definitely the deep voice talking to him was like okay that is very similar to venom but how i knew mckay actually watched it with me and how I knew, okay, this is going to be a good show was because McKay was intrigued. And when you have somebody who's maybe, you know, with us, we love everything Marvel. Like, I'm going to get into anything Marvel that comes out ever. But when McKay, who she she admires Marvel but doesn't know everything about it, is like, okay, this is good. Like, when's the next episode coming out? That tells me, okay, um, they're doing something right. Also, what do you guys think? Because I don't know if this is something that's authentically Disney Plus, where they release a show and they only do one at a time. Netflix in the past, they just let the whole show when they premiere it. You can find the whole season. Do you guys prefer it to be spaced out or do you guys just want to binge watch the whole thing? I kind of prefer it to come on just to come on out. I, I, you know. I, yeah. I I do like I really wanted to keep going last night, but yeah, hey, that's just that's just the way things are right now. It's just pe- people are liking their stories stretched out over a series instead of you know even a two hour movie. So mm-hmm. I like I like that in the series, it's like you get a longer movie, you get the content. But I I I sometimes at least would like two two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah forty six minutes. Both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I can too. 46 minutes, so man, it was over so fast and I wanted to keep going. But I was at least glad that where it ended, I thought they that was a good, if there was only going to be one episode, the way they ended it worked well. Because there have been other episodes that shows that they've released two, at a, maybe two the first time. And I, I might not have kept going if I'd only seen one. I had to, I needed that second one to keep me going. Like, oh, mm. now I get where you know. Like, it kind of depends on what they do with the with that first episode. Whether I'm going to come back, but they've got me. I'll I'll be back to see what happens next because that was a great mm. way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think I think what I like about the spacing out is at least for me, um, there's very few times anymore in my life when my schedule 
that I can binge watch anything. So the idea that it comes out once every week does a couple of things. One, I probably am very rarely going to be able to watch more than one or two episodes anyway. Um, right. Two, um, it, there is this sense of nostalgia like that you used to when a TV series came <laughs> out is once a week and you could talk about it, what happened in the episode. And you don't have to worry about are you caught up? You know, everybody gets and, and it's different in that regard, because back in the day, if it was on TV, if you missed it, you just missed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. There, yeah. You, you know, you had to be there. It was must-see at this time. You had to be there. So I do like the fact that you can kind of watch it whenever, but next week, the next one's coming out, right? So you better be mm -hmm. ready. And for my family, we can, like, okay, Wednesday night, you know, when we get home, we you know, they get home from church, and it's a little late, and you got to put the kids to bed. But maybe Thursday night when we're, when we're home, we're all going to watch whatever the new show is. You know, it was Mighty Ducks or, or WandaVision or Loki. There's a new Loki out. You know, let's get together. This one, I don't know if my youngest is gonna like love love this. He may try, you know, but um, but Wyatt, my oldest, loves it. Absolutely mm. loves it so far. So yeah, I like the being able to stew over it and, and the surprise of reminding, oh, it's Wednesday and new episodes out. Mm. I kinda like that's that. That's a good a point. Bit. I, yeah, then I we think get that's to talk about it a little bit of time. I don't yeah. I don't like I do I, I don't really like to binge. Like I don't want to watch six in a row. I, I mm. typically like max out, like after I've watched two of something if what's this about a movie length i'm i'm done like i need to i need to take a break so i'm never i often we have that conversation here it's like i need to i need to watch something else this is um yeah so yeah. but i i i just kind of like knowing that they're all there and i can watch them <laughs> when i want to on my schedule yeah so yeah, especially that, if I'm, it's a clip if, I mean, we there were so many when we when we watched Daredevil. There were so many times we were like, we're just going to watch one, yeah. and then we were like, well, I I can't go to bed not knowing <laughs> what. That's a horrible place to stop. Sometimes yeah. we would start the episode and watch ten minutes and go, okay, that person's fine. Now turn it off and we'll finish the episode. We it was it was finding that place we could stop and and let it go. Yeah. Well, I remember I was late to the show Lost. When it came out, I missed. I very rarely ever watched it live. I caught up on the DVD back in the DVD sets came out. I'd go rent them from Blockbuster, <laughs> and when I finally got into it, it was the first show where it was so intriguing, and I couldn't stop watching. Like I couldn't stop watching. Like it would five a.m. comes, I didn't even know. Like it was, you know, like you play. It's like video games. It was like almost hypnotic. It was so weird. <laughs> and there's very few shows like that. And maybe the way things are made, too, that they're designed to just... It, it, and when we lost, there were so many episodes. Like a season was, what, 30 episodes, 32 episodes, something like that. Now it, now we're dealing with completely different scales of, of things, which is really interesting right. how things have changed. Yeah, it is. That's so fun. Yeah, that was, that was the big debate in our apartment was we watched the first episode of Moon Knight and McKay was like, all right, let's watch the next one. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, let's watch the next one. I was like, it just premiered. This is the only episode. And she was like, that is the dumbest thing I have ever like, heard of. She was like, why would you only release one episode? And I, she was like, when is the next one coming out? Like tomorrow? And I was like, oh, she was like, next week. And she was like, what? She was like, we have to wait a whole week. And I was like, that's how Disney Plus does it. Like that's like well, that's how they keep you intrigued. That's that's the marketing. That's the business. And she yeah. only she watches Netflix and she was like, no. <laughs> That's what I was well, going to say is from a marketing standpoint, it's genius. Like mm -hmm. with Mandalorian, oh, yeah. how they each episode, right. then People the child. Oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, Baby Yoda, what's that? And you talk right. about it for a whole week, and there's 
online buzz, you know, that well, and there are there are people that like watched one thing like Mandalorian, then they cancel their subscription and they wait for Loki to come out or something like that. This way, you're oh, not yeah. doing that. You're point. not paying for That's one week. Point, yeah. You're you're going to keep watching next week. It's going to keep you subscribed. That's a great wow. point. Well, I'm ready for I'm ready for episode two, just like you guys. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be fantastic. Is there anything else new that just came out? Usually, there's a couple of new shows at a time. Um, I haven't seen anything. I mean, Turning Red just came out last week, so I mean that's pretty big in a two week span. Uh, what else? We I, watched, I watched. I uh, watched the um, the Quest Love documentary that's on Disney Plus about the music festival. Uh, that's a that's a I think Summer of Soul, yeah. That's so a that great, is on Disney uh, Plus. That's the one that, that won is. Best Documentary, and it's on Disney Plus. Yes, and I saw okay. it. I saw it when it aired on television. I thought it was a. I thought it. I had had seen it on PBS, uh, but I think it might have premiered on ABC a while back. And I just stumbled on it one night and didn't know what I was watching. And I I, I saw about half of it. So when I heard that he was up for a a, a documentary, I was like. I just saw something about that. Like, I thought it was a different, I thought it was the same content, but a different, you know, different movie, different show. Cause I thought I had seen this on PBS, but so I watched it. It was like, Oh, this is what I saw. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And it, again, it's, it's, you know, growing up and growing up in that I was a child. Um, I was very young when all that was going on. I don't remember all that, but it's a, it's amazing what people were going through. It's, it's, it's staggering. You need to watch it just to be reminded of what that time was like and how difficult it was for so many people. Yeah, you you enjoy it. I can't wait to jump in and check that out on your recommendation. Yeah, it's great perform- Oscar too. I mean, and again, that the, these out out these they're performing outside and it's hot and it's in the sun and I don't know how it sounds so good. I I mean, but it's Gladys Knight and. Oh my goodness! So many people—the the guy from The Temptations and Stevie Wonder and some jazz artists and blues artists, BB King, so many great gospel artists, Mavis Staples, Mahalia Jackson—all these people. It's just—it's—it's it's it's incredible. Well, really I've got is. it on my list now, thanks to you. So that's that's, awesome. uh, that's pretty cool. And, and you know, um, besides Moon Knight, I think I think the the Kenobi's in May, right? We're still a month away from that. Is that correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so right. So we're all holding on to that. Probably as soon as Moon Knight ends, it starts, right? Just yeah, keep all not. of us nerds on the hook <laughs> and, and logged awesome. in. So um, any other Disney news this week that you guys have seen? Yeah, some uh, park, a park update before we get into the Orlando parks. Uh, some really big news, actually, is they announced that undistanced uh, meet and greets are going to make a return sometime soon. They haven't released an exact date yet. I've seen some speculation of uh, end of April, uh, but that is huge for the parks because that is literally the reason that some people go to the parks by themselves is for them, their kids to meet Mickey Mouse and get to hug them and, you know, take a picture. So <laughs> I think they're, I think Disney's going to do a great job of implementing it back. I think there's a lot of happy people to hear that. Uh, hey, I'm amazed at how many people Again, this is one of the things I loved about when we started this podcast, like constantly meeting people that have different things that they love about Disney and especially the parks. And there are people that like, uh, you know, that their favorite thing is to eat. And there's people that their favorite things, attractions, and there are people that will go and spend all of their time uh, getting the best spot for a, a parade view. 
And then there are people that, even adults, that don't have kids <laughs> that are going around and greeting all these characters and standing in line for 30, 40 minutes to, to meet a princess. It's, a, it's pretty yeah. amazing. Hey, I'm excited that they're bringing it back because that means there's going to be 30 or 40 minute worth of lines <laughs> that people are going to go so I can go ride Space Mountain five times. That's why I'm yes. excited about it. I do, so, I do remember... Our family has always been so attraction driven, but when when they when the kids were very little, we would get the autograph books, and we had some incredible incredible experiences going and getting those autograph books signed and yeah. getting that one on one time. But as as they got older, they were they were more like I want to go ride Space Mountain, and we didn't we didn't do as many lines. But there are a lot of people that I mean, again, that's their favorite thing. So I know that. So many people are glad that that's back. And for all of us that want a shorter Space Mountain line, we hope <laughs> that everybody will go stand in line. Please, I've lo- one of the things that I've loved, one of the things that I've loved is what I, what I remember when I, my, er, my first trip back to Disney, I, I still remember how exciting it was just to be walking through front, you know, Fantasyland or something like that. And you go, look, there's Pinocchio. And he would just go walking by. Because no one back then, you just kind of waved. It, you, and nobody's pulling out their phones to take pictures because we didn't have them then. So it, you're just, you just kind of greet and you shake hands and you keep moving. No one, you didn't have to have a line because everybody right. didn't need a, uh, an Instagram moment back then. But uh, so I, I have liked that in the, in the pandemic season that they've done the things like the cavalcades and the, you just saw, you see a lot of characters. I like that they have the, I like the distance greets. Cause that's, that's the way I kind of like it. I got, Oh, look, Mickey's up there on the train station. You wave and I keep going. <laughs> so I, I hope that those don't go away, even though they have the, the uh, meet and greets back. I hope that they keep doing the, the more vi- visible characters where you don't have to stand in line to see them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen too. We're kind of related to that is character character um, stuff that's coming back or the meet and greets, the undistance, right? Um, but also a few of the shows are finding their way back. I, I was just going through in the the hoop de doo music review mm-hmm. um, over at Fort Fort Wilderness. That's such is, a good um, is coming back um, soon, and I'd imagine that a lot of the the shows have have any of the other shows started yet or or, or have been announced. I haven't seen the any. Parks. I've just there's been a lot of announcements like Hoopty Doo review that I'm sure this summer it's just going to be boom 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 bringing back things, which is really exciting. right. And and some some have come back like the Beauty and the Beast live on stage. It came back, mm-hmm. but then at the same time they're staying distanced on the stage, so it's it's different because Belle and the Beast kind of keep away from each other. At least when I saw it, they were. The, the the finale scene, she's kind of like ten feet from the right. beast. So, uh, but I think we'll see some of those things. It, you know, the, the the Star Wars hotel opening up. They didn't do anything distance there. You're you're right. You're just right in there with everybody. So if they're going to do it there, I, I expected that it would it would be pretty soon that yeah. we'd see it happen in the park. What about parades? Have they made any? Have parades uh, made their way back yet at all? Yes. Okay. So that's all business as usual. Yeah. I mean, yes. they've brought back a lot of their bigger, um, <coughs> big Maleficent dragon. Uh, they made that big announcement that that will be back um, and brought back a lot of character, um, a variety of character parades where you can see a lot of different characters. Terrific. Things are getting yeah. back to normal. 
Yeah, one more. The other biggest thing that I saw that really excited me uh, this past week is they did a media day for the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Cosmic Rewind, um, where they basically just kind of went through the ride and shot some videos, and the queue looks really cool. It kind of looks like um, Space 220, but on steroids. Like, you're actually, like, in it, in it, and it looks really cool, which I'm I'm pumped for it because I want to ride it this summer. Um, So that really got me excited. That's really cool. When is it scheduled to open? Have they made that announcement yet? I think it's May. I think it might be May or uh, June, maybe. There there was a... I feel so. <laughs> a, a few mo- weeks ago, one of the executives, uh, I either tweeted or inst- put it on Instagram. It was it was Memorial Day. Like he's like, we'll see you on Memorial Day, and then mm-hmm. it vanished. Like oh, I don't whoops. think he was supposed to say. And uh, so a lot of people think it'll be Memorial Memorial Weekend, really? but unless they, they move a, it, because I'm hoping they do a pass holder preview, and me and McCabe might could sneak in on that that pass holder day. Because they did that for Remy's Ratatouille, and that was really like a month or two. That was in October. We got our passes and uh, the month after that. So I'm really hoping that we're going to be able to get that preview because that would be really cool uh, for sure. Do we know much about the nature, like what kind of ride it is? Yeah. it's Dad, you can probably explain it better. It's like a roller coaster, but the car can spin. The car spins. Like they can they – can, they can, direct your your site what they want you to see kind of it's like a doom buggy roller coaster you think it's kind of like the 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 harry potter ride at at universal where it's part movie part 3d 4d experience part thrill ride and and oh is it that green got is that what you're talking about the the no the forbidden Forbidden journey journey. the forbidden journey oh okay i don't know i i I think i think it might be closer to it's gonna have a track where you're actually going to be riding and you're, I think you're going to go faster than I think forbidden journey. You're kind of on like a, a soaring chair where you're just kind of being pulled suspended, over and, and right. yeah, suspended around. I think, I think it's actually, it is like a, a more like a car because it, we, the first time we rode forbidden journey, we had John David's grandmother <laughs> with us and we all rode it. And I definitely remember there was a point that it lifts, it flips you back. And you're kind of upside down for a second because your car moves because things fell out of my pockets. And we had we had his grandmother who's in her 80s on the ride because she didn't realize she flipped upside down. And so there's so, dementors. Like, uh, a, a little warning here. We had no idea, but I think it's kind of like that. But it, with Did she every, love everything it, I've I want to know. And I want to know more about grandma. It. She liked. She it didn't. A lot. Know, she she had never seen the movie. She didn't know what she was seeing. <laughs> But did she like the ride? She just had a good little she just, laugh. She just likes being with her grandkids. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think she knew what had happened, and we were also concerned about her at that point. We were like, "Oh my goodness!" But this looks like it's more roller coaster. I've only seen just little clip footage where it shows Imagineers riding it, but it has a reverse launch. I know that. That's one okay, thing they announced. Really? That okay, it, that's super cool. Yeah, well, I think you're, that's you, awesome. you take off backwards. Because you're going, I think you're, I, I got the kind of cosmic rewind, like you're going mm. back. Oh, you yeah. Must, and I thought it was going to be going back to uh, Star Lord's, uh, what's his name? Peter? Yeah, what, Peter Quill. What's Star Lord's name? Peter, Peter Quill. Quill. I thought they were tying something into that he had been to Epcot as a little boy because that was originally what they showed Ooh. a picture of Chris Pratt. At Epcot, and I thought they were going to make that 
You never uh, know. I mean, that could. Okay. But now everybody's talking about like that you're going back to the Big Bang, and I'm like, where did that come from? You know, where did where did we get that storyline? I've seen that on well, uh, non non Disney like fan base stuff that that's where. But but I think you're rewinding somewhere. So I think I guess that's why yeah. we go the Big reverse Bang. Launch. I think in in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, uh, they describe the Big Bang as the uh, origins of the and all the Infinity Stones. So there's that big oh, bang, okay. and that's where you get all these stones are separated. Um, but if Chris Pratt, I mean, if uh, he will have his own ride now at Epcot, so that means Chris Pratt will have a Guardians of the Galaxy Epcot at Disneyland, and then also Dustin, you'll see when you go to Universal, um, the Velocicoaster. He's got this really cool, um, unique queue where uh, you go through uh, Jurassic Park, and there's dra- uh, there, I was about to say dragons. There's dinosaurs. Uh, everywhere and he's got his own clip where he talks to the crowd and it was oh, pretty cool. funny and i love that ride you really have got to do the velocicoaster it oh we so absolutely awesome. i'm glad it's a great place to transition i'm i'm yeah. leave uh, in a couple of days to spend a few days at the universal studios parks islands of adventure and volcano bay water park and uh, i just wanted to ask you guys and i've kind of you know it's been a little while since i've been to a theme park i'm ta- i got my whole family and bringing some other people too what are like the the tips you would give someone like me who's going to a theme park from some theme park going pros? What are yeah. some <laughs> must have items I got to bring? Some things I got to keep. I I thought I, I've got a few that I've kind of written down, but I'd love to hear from you guys. And maybe our listeners would love maybe a top ten list or a top. It don't have to be ten. It could be twelve. It could be twenty seven. Yeah. I don't care. But what are yeah. the top things you would recommend somebody going into a theme park keep in mind or bring bring with them? Yeah. For sure. Um, JD, you want to go first or me to go first? Yeah, I mean, we could just kind of piggyback off each other. I've got this kind of list of uh, things that we can go back and forth. Maybe I'm sure we have some things that uh, we both have. Um, so, of okay. course, when you, get, when you go to the parks, uh, you want to prepare for the hot weather. Uh, but the biggest thing that first came to mind when I think, okay, I'm going to the parks for one day, five days, you know, however long, you definitely want either a rain jacket or or poncho. I don't care if you're sitting at home before your flight and you're looking at Florida's, you know, forecast and it's saying sunshine, no chance of rain, not even a chance of a cloud. You want to be prepared um, with a rain jacket or poncho for everybody in your group because the last thing you want to do is, yeah, write it down, man. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is for there to be this storm day and you've lost out this whole park day because you're all wearing cloth, you know, t-shirts and and you're soaking wet and you're just not prepared. You don't want to waste a day because uh, and you don't want to have to spend, um, you know, $30 on a poncho that's plastic. Um, you want to get a that tear a much that tear. One. They tear very easily, too. <laughs> yes. The parts. Uh, well, so and that's that happened to us. Mm-hmm. J.D. Yeah. and I one time, I mean, it, the, it was a beautiful day. This was like a couple of years. This is the worst yeah. I think it's ever hit us. And we were at we were at Hollywood Studios. And I was at a popcorn stand, and and the 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 worker goes, "You better run." And I went, "What?" And she goes, "It's about to rain." And I mean, it, <laughs> the bottom just dropped out, and we're huddled under this little uh, umbrella at a at a little courtyard where you could eat. And there's like 20 people all trying to get under this one umbrella. And I mean, we got drenched. So on top of all that, I would also say if you have two rain jackets and you're going to be there because you guys are going to be there several days, I would I would pack an extra rain jacket because once it gets drenched, 
and you go back to your hotel, they don't always dry unless you're yeah. going <laughs> to, it, it, like the next day when you're, you're ready to go out again, it might still be damp. And so if you have a, if you have a second one that you can take the next day, um, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good thing too, in case yeah. it hasn't completely dried out. Yeah. And that's happened bag, to us. To piggy uh, back off that, another thing you want to bring an extra pair of is comf- comfortable tennis shoes or just shoes you want to wear to the park because in the same way your rain jacket can get soaked. I've had absolutely soaked tennis shoes and then tennis <laughs> shoes and then had the next day uh, having to squish squash through the parks for the first couple hours. And that is not fun at all. That's a great point. We went, I'm, writing that down. Uh, See, I'm writing all this down, by the way, yeah. guys. A couple a couple of years, uh, in 2019, we went to, uh, JD and I went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were used to Splash Mountain in Florida. And we get to Splash Mountain in Disneyland, and we got drenched. I ne- That had never happened to me. I've gotten wet before. I mean, we were literally drenched. Like, it was so much water came Splash in. Mountain. Our Splash hair, Mountain. Our hair was wet. Every part of my clothes and my <laughs> jeans and my shoes, we were. It was like we had gone walked through a car wash. It, we were that wet. I've never gotten that wet on a on a water ride before. And we had to leave. We had to leave the park and go. Fortunately, fortunately, we were at the Disneyland hotels, which was right there. But we had to go back to the hotel, completely change clothes, and come back because it was miserable. And that was in November. So uh, this is a. You're going to be there in April. So, and I understand that. Uh, for this the the water rides. If you do any water rides at Universal, that you get really wet on yeah. all of them more than yeah. more than you would at like Splash Mountain or the ones at Disney World. Uh, yeah, that, we the got, Popeye we ride and the Popeye the, ride and there's Dudley Do Right. Those the, the, the in the kids Park area ones too. You, you get yeah. soaked. You get absolutely soaked. Um, so that's another good one. Um, one that people, of course, say a lot is have a good backpack or comfortable bag with you. My advice with that is that the goal for anybody who I go, me and McKay, we just want one person to have a good backpack. Uh, with our family growing up, we had a lot of kind of scary experiences because we all had different bags. And it would be a whole lot easier just for one person to have one good bag and hold everybody's valuables. And you can just rotate who holds the bag. But that's a whole lot easier than everybody just having one simple small bag and then everybody having something to keep up with when you're getting on and off a ride. It's just way easier in my experience to deal with. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. One backpack. And y'all, I don't know if y'all probably never done this, JD, but we're actually um, bringing a stroller also, even though my kids are over stroller age. Um, Mm -hmm. My youngest is six. And I do imagine he'll get tired at some point. I got one big enough for him to get. I, we've gotten rid of all our strollers. So mm. I happened on to this like kids consignment um, expo because I was at a meeting yesterday and they're having this happened to have this thing at the same place. And they had this jogger that was like super cheap that Cohen could fit in. And more than that, more than a kid, you put all your stuff in it. Right. So right. you can like leave your great. backpack in it and that kind of thing. That's so, great. um, I don't know if y'all, I know it's been a long time since David dealt with a stroller and JD, you know, maybe one day soon you will, but, uh, <laughs> one but day. I, I, I did go ahead and, and, and I bought it too, because, you know, I think it cost me 40 bucks for this really nice jogger with the big wheels, yeah. the whole nine yards. And to, it's cheaper than renting it. So I yeah. went ahead and just bought it and we'll sell it or give it away, yeah. you know, when we get home. So yeah, actually when a fun I, fact, oh, sorry, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You, you go I, first. I was going to say a fun fact about Disney that I've seen a little 
funny fact is the number one thing that they have that people abandon and they leave at the parks, which they say is left, uh, but they have such a large number of are strollers. People fly in, they do, they get like a cheap, easy, you know, accessible stroller, and then they have to fly back, and then they just don't need it anymore, so they end up leaving it. So I think stroller was number one, and then sunglasses are number two of the most things that are left at parks. I'm writing sunglasses down too. I don't want to forget them. Yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, down. that's that, I've got that on the list. But the um, I definitely when when our kids were little, I remember the struggle uh, of getting that stroller on buses and monorails. It was so so that was one thing uh, that I remember deciding like next time I'm going to rent the stroller because. Uh, they're, they're big enough for two kids to get in. They were at, the, at that time, you know, for elementary age, you could still they could still fit in the stroller, and I didn't have to uh, get it on and off transportation. Now you're going to be you're going to be driving you're going to be driving your own car and your own vehicle, so you're not going to have that. But trying to get those those buses, oh my goodness, getting that stroller folded up and getting three ele- uh, toddlers and elementary age kids on that bus. That was a handful. It was like so much too. easier. Universal that, that, compared to Disney. Like there, yeah. there aren't monitors. There's not as much tra- Disney. There's not transportation. Yeah. You go to the parking lot and you walk to the front yeah. gate. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and there's no, like, I mean, there's the Hogwarts thing, the trains and stuff like that, but um, you know, right. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got we got that's a great point though on the tr- on the stroller that I hadn't thought about and may had I had I thought if I go into Disney I don't want to drag stuff on and off trains and and uh, and transports and monorails either that's a, that's a headache I never even yeah. considered. Great point. Yeah. One thing I one thing I would add with the uh, with the rain jacket that I want to have in my little backpack is I really do want a small umbrella. I don't want to. I think one for your family, but a couple of times we've got caught, not so much the rain. Uh, a couple of years ago when I was there, I, I really wanted to go. To, I, this was at, at Disney World. I really wanted that waffle at the Sleepy Hollow stand in Liberty <laughs> Square. And it was the day that they released a Haunted Mansion sipper cup that was, every, I mean, the line went all the way to like to, Tomorrowland. It was so long. And I really want. So I, I, I decided it was down to like thirty minutes, and I was going to wait. But it was just right in the sun, and I, you know, I don't. I've never gotten sunburned in the park, but that that day I could have because it was like going to be a 30, 40 minute wait, and yeah, there's sunscreen. no shade. You need. And sunscreen. I finally, I, I, yeah, you need sunscreen. But I stood there for a minute, going, should I get? Finally, I got my umbrella out, and I just said, I'm going to do it. I'm not. I'm not going to stand here just roasting. And then I, all of a sudden, everybody else starts. It's like I, I was the catalyst. And everybody goes, I'm going to do that too. And everybody pulls out their rain, their rain umbrellas. But it was just to give you some shade because it was awesome. so hot. So, so I would have that small umbrella and sunscreen. Got both of those along. You know, that's great. Great yeah. stuff too. The number. And we all, thing- he, go ahead. The one thing that I have on my list that I know will be number one on dad's list anytime he goes, we make sure to have it is a battery pack for your phone, uh, some way to charge your phone in the parks. Um, so many times we want to take pictures and videos of rides and then we start to run out of batteries. So we always try to have at least one extra battery pack uh, or some way to charge our phone if we need it. Great job. You know, believe yeah. it or not, I ordered two on Amazon. Brilliant. 
Great. Yeah, two days ago. Hopefully really that is my day. number. And yeah. now, now that we use our phones nonstop, I mean, you're on your you're app. Using, you're, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it drains it so fast, and pictures and everything. You're just so that is that is that was my top, probably my number two after a rain jacket. You got That's it. A great. Point. And di- I know that Disney has. You can get the little fuel rods. You can you can go to the machine and get one out. Uh, it's like thirty bucks, I think. Uh, and then you can mm-hmm. turn it back in, and you can uh, uh, keep re- recycling it. But uh, I would I would definitely invest in that. It's the best thing to have. It weighs okay. your backpack down, but it's <laughs> and they and they 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 flag security. I don't know why, but but the battery chargers. I would also make my next thing on my list is Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. You need you need you need several Ziploc bags for one to put your phone in on a water ride. It's gonna even in your backpack. I would put your phone in a Ziploc bag, um, but I would put things like all of your chargers and your. Uh, cords, I would put them in a Ziploc bag so that if you go through security, you can just pull the you can pull that Ziploc bag out and they can see what you have and it doesn't flag. It happened every time we went through Disney this past trip and it, it kept being that battery charger that stopped me at security. So I just Are started carrying it. in the park to plug your plug like a regular charger in? There are places you can go. Like yeah. I know at Disney, there's 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 certain in some of the newer areas they've put some, but they're they're not nearly as many as you might need. Like even in that area, there's at Rapunzel near those Rapunzel mm-hmm. bathrooms. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those, but there can be a whole group of people standing where you need to charge. So I would gotcha. have I would well, definitely have that on my own. I brought and, and then bags. Great idea for that. Great idea on Ziploc bags. Yeah. Um, an insider tip for food and snacks and things such as that me and mckay make sure to always bring one like nalgene or some sort of water bottle it doesn't even have to be full necessarily when you first start out but disney is really known for always giving out free water uh, at, at certain food stations if you need it so you can always refill that water bottle in your backpack it's just a way to cut back on that that initial okay everybody let's buy a $5 Tassani water. Well, just bring a couple of water bottles, fill them up at the water stations every once in a while. And you can, that's an easy way that you can cut back on uh, spending money on water. Uh, And another thing that I would really advise, especially for someone who's going with a family uh, for multiple days is bring snacks, but specifically bring snacks for breakfast, bring, you know, granola bars, uh, you know, cereal cups, you know, anything like that where you don't have to spend the time in the morning before everybody gets there. You can hop on and do some rides, but you don't have to spend money uh, when people are really just wanting to start their day on a little snack. Uh, It it saves you so much time and money uh, in the parks when you can just hand out some granola bars as you wait in line uh, and you'll be hungry for lunch like you would either way. Love it. Yeah. Great tip. Great. I I saw, I saw when I'm in the parks, especially I know I'm going to want things like popcorn Things like that are some of my favorite things uh, in the parks. Uh, and I usually like to go ahead and put in my backpack. I'm going to have I'm going to have a couple of Coke Zeros <laughs> in yeah. my bag because they're just it's just so much cheaper to bring your own than to buy it there. But they, I just saw a video recently that said uh, Disney. This is Disney again, but that they sell 75 million Coke products a year. Wow. And this they sell 30. They sell 13 million waters. That's amazing. That, so if you like the Coke, <laughs> I would I would bring you okay. or your Let Sprite. Me ask you this. I would put a cup on your back. 
what are your opinions of, of refillable um, um, souvenir cups? Multiple guys, days in the park. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with the prices. Um, so we go to Dollywood sometimes, which for people who don't know is an amusement park uh, in East Tennessee, and they have them. And I think they range around uh, 16 to $18. Yeah. So if you were doing multiple days, that is, is great. I think if you can keep up with them, uh, I think that would be the way to go if it's convenient to refill them. I know we did them a couple of years ago at, at Disney um, during a December trip, and we could fill them up with like hot chocolate, and it became just a part of the experience of always having like a hot chocolate uh, that everybody could get at our campground or wherever we stayed, and that was a really fun experience. So if you've got a lot of days and you look at the price, I would definitely consider uh, doing that. And if it and if it's with the kids, with your kids, I would make sure it something that really fastens. It's not something with a straw that is going to leak in your bag. And that I, I would also want to, if you're having one backpack for family, that it's not something so big that yeah. you can't get them all in the bag. Well, if, if we have the stroller too, we can like keep it. Keep yeah, you'll be cups in you'll, the stroller. Yeah, yeah. that's so a great. Would, that's a great thing. Thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, I mean, we, can, we, we, the thing was. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say the thing with those are you could just buy – you wouldn't necessarily have to buy one for everyone in the family. You could buy three of them and then just kind of help each other out and share and do things like that if you're all family. You know, I mean, there's so point. many ways uh, you can make it, you know, affordable and do it the way you guys want to do it and get extra cups and just pour every time you guys have a little snack break, and it's so easy. Dude, um, for families, love- I'm going to write down extra extra cups yeah, for sure. And maybe yeah. like little tray, like yeah. just something to to share Napkins. snacks with. Like some of those donuts and some of those like things you buy are so big you want to share them, mm-hmm. you know, to give everybody a section of those things off. I, that's yeah. that is definitely something. Like even as as adults, like the last time I went, I wish that I had some just a bunch of paper saucers in my like a paper plates that when we went to Epcot that we could divide the food and have it, you know, uh, just right there on the spot and be able to share without having to eat out of the same, off the same plate. Yeah. So that's some great advice. Also for our Disney people, again, my wife is one of those Disney people who I'm saying bypass breakfast. She's saying, I'm going to Disney to eat breakfast, to eat lunch, to eat dinner. Like that's what she loves about Disney. So, I mean, if that's the reason you're going, you definitely don't have to take that tip uh, because she's turning me into a Disney foodie. Um, So I understand both sides to that. But, but when when our kids were little, when when JD and his sisters were really little, it was so much easier to pack their favorite sandwiches and their goldfish and have that all ready because they didn't oh, yeah. know they didn't know French fries and chicken tenders were it would it was just expensive and so we saved so much money by not going down that path when they were really little because they didn't even know how to appreciate it and uh, especially if you have a picky eater in your group. I would oh, yeah. I would bring what they like and have okay. that ready in case you don't find those things. And and again, you know, I know Danielle, your wife is going to have wipes and things like that. Those, you know, napkins, extra things like that in your bag with kids is a, is a must because you're going to get sticky and you're going to get you know you're going to need to yeah. clean up. The next thing on my list uh, isn't something to bring to the parks, but something to prepare for, and that is have extra room in your suitcase for souvenirs, sweatshirts that you might buy, any fun stuff. 
nothing is worse than trying to jam pack your suitcase and saying, I don't know how I'm going to fit all this because you got a, a box of new things that you got at the park or your kids got some toys and you're like, I literally don't know how I'm going to get this home. Um, especially for the people who fly, um, it's a great thing to make sure you have extra room in your suitcase um, for me. Love it. Yeah. And uh, I think if you know that you're uh, you're going to buy stuff, uh, like the last, you know, you might need a second person to have a book bag <laughs> if you don't have a stroller. Because even the last time we went, I got the a popcorn bucket at Disney because you can refill it. But it's big. And those popcorn buckets. Yeah, you've got to. And it, you can, it has a strap. You can put it on your arm, but that's or getting off. Head, of, <laughs> like a hat. <laughs> So yeah. we had that crammed in the book bag and everything. Every, then I would need I would need my phone charger. I would need a zip. You're just it gets it gets cramped in your book bag fast, especially yeah. if you're buying souvenirs or anything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, another <laughs> thing things. to another thing to pre buy, especially for if you know your kids um, want those autographs. If you know their kids really value that time with their favorite character, go ahead and pre buy those autograph books um so right when you get there you can start off with that you're not having to find autograph books once you get there i know universal you can meet spider-man and and some really cool superheroes and different uh cartoon characters there Um, but i've also seen this fun thing of course i've never experienced this because i don't have kids Um, but one tip that i've seen a lot of people do is they'll actually pre-buy like little stuffed animal uh gifts to give to their kids like every morning or night that they get at like target or toys r us you know any other uh, toy store so they already get a toy so once you get to the parks you don't have to spend you know whatever they inflate charges there you know because it's at the park um so you can always say hey look you've got your spider-man action figure right here let's play with your you know that you got at target for one fourth of the <laughs> price you know if you're really if you're really balling on a budget and you want to also bless your kids with fun toys that's a creative way to do it it's a good idea i love it yeah because in, in the back in the day you could you could just steer your kids away from gift shops, but they're at the end of every mm-hmm. attraction. So you're still going to walk through it. You're still going to get the well, my, my kids mom, dad, please, 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 please. Oh, yeah. that's fun. So they, we, we've actually had their own money that they've been saving and working towards for this. And, well, and they, uh, they, they, they're all wanting wands from, yeah. I think that's one of the most fun things there. And if, if they do that, you guys, that's, you can spend two whole days, doing Harry Potter. You really can't. If you love it and you do the wands, I would say that that was one of our all-time favorite experiences was the wand ceremony. And we had uh, one of one of my kids really was impacted by Harry Potter more than uh, even at the time JD and the, uh, my other child. So uh, it was, we, we just stumbled in at the, at the right time where there were only like two other families in there and she got picked. Now it could be so crowded this week when you're there that, but I would, I would hold back. If, if you know, your kid wants to, that's really important. Try to do that. I would try to, I would try to maneuver it. So my kid got picked, get them well, up and near if the we front. Don't, we'll just get back in the line and go yeah, again. Yeah. It's all of it. But it, <laughs> it, it has a line just to get in the room. Oh, I, know. I think now. Uh, yeah, so it's all of it. All of it. Yeah, and I don't know that they do. I think you can you definitely can buy wands in more than one place. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you buy your wand, you know, where you can see the ceremony because that's something you don't want to miss. Yeah, we have great. That was one of our great video moments, and yeah, yeah. What, what, what else do you guys got for us? Yeah. So the on, last, the, the last two things 
uh, that a lot of people don't think about that you, I need, you definitely want to make sure you have them in your bag, um, are pain relievers, ibuprofen, uh, Advil, something like that. Nothing's worse than you've made it to the park. You've, you've done the traveling and you're excited for your trip and someone in your party has a massive headache or a blister or some sort of just annoying, uh, you know, physical pain that you just want them to be able to enjoy the park. Um, Advil and ibuprofen has always been able to help us uh, in that. And then the very last thing that I would really advise is hand sanitizer. Um, of course, hand sanitizer, you're touching a lot of rides, bars, things like that. And then you want to eat a snack. Uh, it's so easy just to have a little squirt hand sanitizer that you can just pass around uh, and not have to worry about germs or anything like that. Awesome. Man, I got all that down. David, you got anything else on your list? Only other thing that I had on mine was, uh, which I don't know that this will affect you at this time of year, but you, to have a jacket besides your rain, like I have a hoodie or something yeah. in case it gets cool at night. Like I'm, I'm very hot natured. So even when we were down in Florida and it hits like 60, <laughs> if you're from Florida, that's cold. But yeah. to me, it was like t-shirt weather. So I was fine. But you it, definitely when it dips down in the 60s at night, you'll see the hoodies come out and Again, when you're going to have a stroller, I would make sure you've got a layer that you can take yeah. on and off. Sometimes in the morning, you need the hoodie. And then by like 10 o'clock, you don't need the hoodie. And then at 7 o'clock at night, you might need it again when the sun goes down. So, Well, there's a couple the last other thing. factors in that, too. If you end up with a sunburn of any sort, then it gets cold at night. You know, when this, And yeah. then also, let's say you ride a water ride or you get kind of wet or it rains or you're just really hot and then you go in a super air conditioned queue uh, line for an hour, you know, um, yeah. you could freeze to death, you know, yeah. inside those yeah. air conditioned spots because you're, you're, you were hot and then you get sweaty and now you're freezing, you know? So I think that's great for a lot of reasons to have, have like something with sleeves, even a lightweight, mm -hmm. um, yeah, zip up hoodie sure. or something like that. Great call, David. And I didn't think of this, but when he reminded me of the the ibuprofen and the blisters, I would with with your kids, I'd have some band aids. I'd just yep. have something like that in my pack in case you do have a blister or a you know somebody's finger gets pinched or something. You've got <laughs> you've got something there to. Oh, and then the last thing with your, especially with your boys, I, I know you're going with a larger group. I don't know how you're, if you're all going to stay together, divide up, but with the boys, I would have some diversion, something for them to play with uh, a game. A lot, you see a lot of people playing headbands on their phones, just something that you guys can do in line because it's going to be a lot of lines and they're going to need something to, to make it fun while they're waiting. Got it. That's a great so idea. I Man, this some, is a great list. I mean, I actually I wrote wrote down every single thing right there. Um, we'll <laughs> That's put a lot them, of stuff. We'll post this for everyone else who may be taking a trip as well. I love how you guys explained it all too. There's things I never would have very interesting things I I thought of, but maybe not for the reasons that I was thinking too. And then a lot of stuff I didn't think of that you guys have, have hopefully saved me on. So, uh, <laughs> dude, thank you guys for the tips. I really appreciate. It. I hope it's really valuable to our listeners too. Yeah, I'm excited I'm to hear about your I'm that you're, yeah. you're going. I wish I could go with you. I can't believe Now you're both going to have ridden Velocicoaster and Hagrid's, and I still haven't. So I'm I'm jealous. We'll get you we'll down, get down here. When we'll let you know how it is. Uh, as soon as we get back, we'll do a recap on the trip and talk about that and, and some of the things I, that, that, that went down. I'm really excited about the food, too, J.D. Uh, my kids just listened to the episode where you described— The Great uh, Feast. You know, the great feast and, and they're already like just they're chomping at the bit to try all that <laughs> I, out. I would definitely 
There, I mean, if, if there are two things food-wise, I would definitely, you, know, you got to have butter beer. And I would go to both the Harry Potter restaurants. I think it's worth the time. I mean, then eating park in the, eating food in other parts of the park, that, it's still the most memorable to me. Even so, though there so, may be good food, uh, it's still more memorable to eat there. We're going to check both those out. But my, I will say my, my oldest son is most excited about getting a crusty Burger. Over in Simpsons. Oh, he's obsessed <laughs> with the Simpsons. And and what's really that? that's another Disney property now that's over at Universal. It's yeah. kind of crazy. You've got Marvel and you've got you got the Simpsons now that Disney owns. But yeah. that Simpsons place looks pretty significant. There's a donut shop there that looks pretty awesome. They actually have um um Moe's Tavern and they they mm-hmm. have the flaming Moe's drink, you know, that from the, mm. the cartoon. It's it's not all non-alcoholic, but my kids are, are cannot wait to go try this stuff out and uh that's awesome. See what that's like. So we're we're pumped about it. I get really excited about the food now myself <laughs> too. So um we're gonna try it all yeah. out. Awesome. Um well, well guys, I'm thanks so glad for you time. guys have several days too that I mean, a lot of times at Universal, you only have a day or two, and you guys are going to have a few. So you're going to have a great time and enjoy the water parks too. I, I've not done I've not done the water park there, but I've seen footage and videos of it though. So you know, and that's good. something we haven't talked a lot about on the podcast is we haven't spoke a lot about the, about Disney water parks and the, some of the water parks that are out there. I'd maybe I'd love to do an episode as we get into the summer of like your favorite water parks you guys have ever visited. Um, what you like about water parks, what you hate about water parks. Um, <laughs> I have a, I have a list of, of like kind of my all-time favorite water parks as I've gone to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, just would love to know your take on that. What makes a great water park? So um, when yeah. we come back, we'll, we'll talk about that a little more too. All right. I'm excited for that. It's good stuff. Well, check it out. Let us know what you think. That's why we love theme parks, why we love Disney. And leave us a review if you get a chance and would love to do that. We'd love a five-star review from you on Spotify or Apple Music. You can contact us at whyilovedisney.com. And until next time, guys, great to have you. And we'll do it again soon. Have a good one. All right. See you later. Take care.